Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, reviewing Justice Society, World War II, and this is the rollback. Ladies and gentlemen, it is raining outside. If you happen to hear the thunder or the rain, my apologies. Mother Nature just happens to be hitting us with one hell of a rainstorm, which, personally, I greatly appreciate it. Now, to talk about the film. So, Justice Society, World War II is one of the latest DC animated films. Uh, it comes out in a post- uh, Superman, I guess Man of Tomorrow uh, world. It's part, technically part of the same universe, but it's really interesting. Uh, it, it's, it's uh, how do I say this? It's exploring Earth 2 and the possibility of other universes. Uh, the film, and there's the thunder. Damn. Uh, so, this film does uh, explore uh, Earth 2 and other dimensions, other, other Earths. Uh, that are possible. On Earth 1, Barry Allen is a superhero. He's on a date with Iris West and uh, obviously duty calls. They have a frank and honest discussion about what it means to be a superhero for a moment, you know, and how difficult it is for your love life. Not something new, but uh, something that is an honest issue that we've seen before. Uh, from there, he goes to help Superman deal with Brainiac, which I kind of feel like Brainiac should be considered a bigger villain than just, like, able to be taken out by Superman and Flash, but what can you do? Anyway, there's a bit of a team up there. Uh, when Flash tries to save uh, Supes from getting shot by a kryptonite bullet, somehow the kinetic energy all goes together, and he ends up he ends up in Earth Two in Germany. Uh, now this is not just any other Germany. This is like World War Two. Uh, the Nazis are invading Germany, like at the highlight. Uh, and there he meets the Justice Society. This society uh, is assembled and uh, consists of Steve Trevor, kind of as the, the liaison, I suppose. Uh, they have Black Canary, Hawkman, Our Man, which is a really nice, refreshing thing because I don't think we've seen an incarnation of him in a very long time. We also have Jay Garrett, a.k.a. The Flash, and uh, they're led by Wonder Woman. They are, you know, again, the Justice Society of America. Uh, and they are battling back the, the Nazis. <laughs> Man, that is a hell of a storm. Uh, anyway, so they are battling. Uh, they are battling the Nazi Germany, uh, and it's really cool, actually. A World War II superhero film. Oh, I guess superhero film in the sense of like uh, not Wonder Woman or Captain America, but like a small ragtag team, hasn't really been done to the best of my knowledge. Uh, so I greatly appreciate this. Uh, the art style is really fun. It kind of reminds me of a 1950s uh, deco art style, which I. Again, I can really appreciate. It looks beautiful. The animation can be choppy in a bit uh, in uh, parts here and there. But overall, the animation is pretty good, and the story is solid. Um, they're having to, they're having to, I guess, battle back the Germans. There are several points where you know magical artifacts are being introduced and discovered and talked about. We get a we get a peek at uh, Doctor Fate as well, which I'm wondering if he's kind of a multi-dimensional being. As in, there can only be one Dr. Fate at any given moment. It's kind of complicated. Uh, there's also a great love story between uh, Steve Trevor and uh, Diana Prince. Uh, it, there's a cute little bit where Trevor uh, apparently proposes to her every single day, and every single day she says no. But it's it's cute. It's endearing. Uh, it's not terrible, not by any means. Um, and I, I really enjoy watching uh, these superheroes interact and proceed forward with with realistic uh, urgency um one of the things i love about it is the fact that you know none of them are really bulletproof they can be injured they can be killed for the most part 
uh, Diana, you know, her life is never really at risk, but, you know, you feel the agency for Black Canary. Our man, you know, at one point says, I'm useless here. Like, unless I have my, my uh, elixir that turns me into a superhero for a bit, for an hour at a time, I'm useless. Uh, and it's nice, because you see these guys being pinned down. There is tension there. There's a bit of a tension game because they're not bulletproof. They're not Superman. Um... And they're not Batman either. They don't have the plot armor of a, of a major character like Batman or Superman either. Again, pretty entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Um, there's also, at one point, uh, they're trying to, I guess, find a way to battle back the Germans. They end up actually going to Atlantis. They fit a lot into this film. Uh, they go to Atlantis, and we get a very brief uh, brief dealing with Aquaman. Uh, and he's you know, the king of Atlantis or whatnot. He's trying to decide if he should help these people or not. And uh, he ends up trapping them. They find a way out. And then there's they come down to this big, huge battle sequence. Where at one point, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are having to go toe-to-toe. Great, great uh, storytelling. Because, again, uh, Aquaman... They don't dive into his character too much. And I understand that. And I like the fact that they don't do that. They very much uh, give us surface level... It's almost like a glorified cameo to some degree. He's kind of henched a bit uh, by uh, one of his advisors that's, like, you know, corrupting him. Uh, we also get to see Superman, played by, well, they call him Shakespeare. Uh, he's kind of a major character. He's actually the reporter on behalf of the Justice Society, kind of passing over their story, saying, oh, you know, there aren't superheroes, you know, it's our brave soldiers. You know, he's kind of trying to, to cover them. That way the public doesn't find out about them. Uh, and Barry Allen, this whole time, the original Flash that travels back through time, is just so amazed by all of this. He's amazed uh, at these heroes and what they're able to accomplish, what they're able to do, and their world. You know, initially, he thought he had traveled back into the past. Uh, but as it turns out, him and Jay Garrett kind of discuss it's, it's multiverse theory. You know, there are multiple verses out there. Um, all this culminates in a convincing battle in uh, Manhattan, actually. Uh, the JSA arrived just in time, and it's it's a very big battle sequence. You see the forces of Atlantis uh, battling the JSA and, you know, homebound troops. You see the police are vastly overwhelmed. Uh, at one point, Hawkman is unceremoniously killed, unfortunately killed. Uh, Our Man is wounded, Jay Garrick and Black Canary. They're able to fight back the monsters while one woman has to tangle and try to deal with, uh, with Arthur. Unfortunately, you know, everything is going to pot. Um... Clearly, this is not a story that the JSA are going to lose. You do expect them to win, and they do manage to eke out their briefest of victories with the with the help of Steve Trevor. Um, and it's at that point that something I really didn't see happening happens. Steve Trevor actually dies. Um, he gets wounded, mortally wounded, and dies. He he has the potential to live, but when Barry Allen is about to get him over to the to a medic, he tells him, "No, like go save the people. I it's okay, go." Um, and he passes away right when he gives Diana the ring. He's unable to do so, and he's gone. And you feel the heartbreak. You feel the pain. Um, it's just, an, unfortunately, such a sad moment. And you were actually someone invested into the character. He was very charismatic. And I think they kind of took that from the Wonder Woman, uh, the original film, and they made Steve Trevor a very charismatic character. That's how you care about him. And props to them. They made me care about this guy, even if it was just for a moment. Wonder Woman ends up uh, destroying Aquaman's trident. Um, he kind of realizes what's happening, and he has all of his uh, forces retreat, and he apologizes for what's happening. His advisor is uh, dealt with, obviously. 
and uh, from that point forward, uh, you know, there's a Nazi attack coming. All of this was kind of leading up to one big attack on the U.S. His advisor was working with Germany to some degree, and you see all of these these planes coming, and it's such a moment of dread where you believe there's no way, and then you see Shakespeare in his Superman costume taking down these jets. Now it's kind of cool because. You don't see him flying. You see him jumping around. And it's just kind of awesome because he's not like just crashing through all these ships like uh, like, Cap- like Captain Marvel situation. He's just jumping from ship to ship, kind of taking down each plane one by one. Pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Uh, at that point, uh, Barry, you know, he ha- he must return to his, his, his own earth, his own time, his other dimension. Uh, he bids them all farewell. And uh, Diana, in a bit of a nice moment, gives him uh, the ring that Steve was going to give to her and tells him, you know, value your life. You know, when I, one of those situations. He pops back over, helps Superman finish off Brainiac, goes back to Iris right from the beginning of the movie. And bear in mind, at this point, Barry's been through a journey. Like, it's been a few days. To Iris, it's only been a few hours. It's been maybe two minutes at most. And he proposes. He actually proposes to her. Um, luckily she says yes she accepts uh, and he right, right before the film ends or a little bit before the proposal he talks to Superman and he kind of says maybe we should consider looking for others like us you know kind of teasing uh, a Justice League uh, team up in the future thus far there have only been two movies in this particular universe you know there was Man of Tomorrow and this one so we'll see where they go from here uh, thus far I like the animation for the most part it can get kind of ugly at times, but man, they get pretty creative, especially with the fight scenes. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, there's this one awesome fight scene that uh, Wonder Woman has battling the Germans, and it reminds me so much of the movie. The choreography, I know it's an animated film, but the choreography is off the charts. Overall, if you're a DC fan or if you're a fan of superhero movies in general, definitely worth a pickup. Uh, it's a lot of fun because again, it's a bit of a different aesthetic. Not too many superhero movies go back to like World War One, World War Two. I can only think of two off the top of my head, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, along with this, we should be getting a few other reviews coming out. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. If you're listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to this video podcast, again, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. Tell them about the best podcast they've never heard of, The Rollback, obviously. And we hope to have some more projects coming out for you guys very, very soon. Uh, Y'all have a good night. Y'all stay safe. Bye-bye.